This is Maybe Tomorrow. I'm Bria. And I'm Caroline. We're two friends having an unfiltered conversation about our own personal journeys with anxiety. And inviting you to help us break down the stigmas by celebrating this very human experience. Our highs, our lows, our quirks, and everything in between. (laughs) Okay. Take three. (laughs) Day 552 of quarantine. Oh my God. How are you? How are you? No, me first. Me me first. first. Okay, I'll start. Well, first of all, um, murder hornets are a thing. Did you hear about? Oh my this? god, I saw that. Yeah, there's like fifty. They were like, "Don't worry, only fifty people die from it a year." But if you get stung by it, it's the worst feeling in the entire world. And they said it's like flu-like symptoms. And I'm like, okay, can we not get away okay. from the fucking flu? Jesus Christ. Well, also you're like. Is there anything else that would like help us distinguish that this was a bug bite I don't. versus? Well, yeah, well, I don't besides know. the bee being gigantic, it's I guess, huge. It's like two inches big. Twenty twenty is say that? not a good year. Twenty twenty <laughs> sucks. Aside from that, how are you doing? Well, today we got word that. Oregon has, our governor has extended our state of emergency until at least July 6th, which doesn't mean that our shelter in place is extended until then necessarily, just the state of emergency. But that was a real like wake up call to read today. So, I mean, lately I've been more on the train of looking at numbers and statistics about this type of stuff because it's actually making me feel better, but I'm still staying away from the news. So I sort of feel like I'm still, I'm getting a little bit more used to my perpetual exhaustion (laughs) these days and trying to figure out my new routine I'm getting more in the habit of a lot of working out. Like I ha- I feel like I have to every day cuz it's like I'm not walking anywhere else. Like it's not like you're walking around an office. So, um you know, just I I mentioned it in an earlier episode. I'm not a meal planner and now I'm a meal planner but not a meal prepper. Difference. What's the, oh, like meal planners, you just like figure out what you want to eat. And like a meal prepper is you actually make it and prepare it all on the same day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So like on Fridays before I go grocery shopping, I plan out all of what we're going to eat, like all six of our meals, because the seventh we treat ourselves on Fridays to take out. And then that way, at least when I go grocery shopping, all of the stuff that I've bought is going to get used. So I feel like it's making the most of my grocery trip where before we used to go to the grocery store like every day because we just couldn't figure out what the fuck we wanted to eat. So we'd decide that day, go to the grocery store and then make it. So I feel like I'm falling into a rhythm. I'm still tired. (laughs) Dude, yeah. How are you doing? I mean, I'm not to meal planning stage. Mine's like 
I basically walk into a grocery store and I'm like, what's on the shelves? <laughs> what's left? Just, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so setting my expectations real low. But yeah, I guess it's like weird talking about um, how you're doing because I feel like normally when you have this conversation, you're talking about what I've, what you've done and what you will be doing to sort of dictate how you feel. Yeah, that's fair. And now it's like, I was telling a friend, we now have to like redefine that relationship to time and space. I think I told you that as well in the last episode. And that's really exhausting. So I'm not as tired, but I'm a bit, I don't know. I feel like if there's one thing that I have taken away from this, it's I'm fine being alone, but it's really easy for me to isolate. Mm. And and then feel lonely. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it starts off feeling like, like oh, I'm getting the time that I need for myself to re-energize, and then you know, three weeks later, you're like definitely spiraling, and you have like weird FOMO. Like why would you have FOMO right now? Nobody is doing anything. <laughs> you have FOMO for things that aren't happening that should have been happening. Right? Or is it a different kind of FOMO? Are you yeah, FOMOing I guess so. a Zoom call you didn't join? No, not so much that, dude. Like, Zoom fatigue is for real. That is for real. I think also just since you and I both work, well, at the same place, but for a remote company, and we're spending, you know, a good fraction of our weekdays on Zoom. Yeah. For me, like that, that novelty of Zoom was never there. Like maybe for like a solid 20 minutes when you could change your virtual background. <laughs> but that was it. I was like, oh, I, that's, this is fun. I didn't know you could do this. I changed then my afterwards... virtual background on an external call when I had to be in my bathroom because we were getting our tree trimmed out front. And it was just like chainsaw sounds everywhere. So the bathroom that's was the hilarious. only safe room. And it just so happened everybody on that call had a virtual background on too. And I was like, perfect. You're like, I'm never going to know I'm sitting on my toilet. (laughs) Um, I hope, except, did it echo? No. Well, I don't know. I wasn't listening to myself, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Now I'm nervous. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, does it sound like she was in a bathtub? (laughs) No, I'm sure it was fine. Uh, well, do you feel like though, did Zoom ever, like, do Zoom calls to you feel like work when you're doing friend Zoom calls? It sounds, it feels like an obligation. Yeah. I mean, sorry to all my friends that are listening to this, but (laughs) it's true. Like, sometimes it does feel like an obligation because you want to maintain that connection. And like, I genuinely do, but doing it through Zoom where you have to stay fully engaged. Yeah in whatever conversation at all times. And then you're like trying to figure out who talks when it there's like some more structures in place that just don't feel natural to like an actual hangout that I find exhausting. So it's not really the people themselves, but like it's a very necessary component because there are also times where I would dread getting on a zoom call because I'm like, Oh, I don't know. It's like nobody, we've set it for an hour, but these things always go for three hours. 
yep. you know, and then the next thing you know, you get off and you're like, oh, I'm so glad I had hopped on that Zoom call. But this is so why much fun. I don't set up the Zoom. Like if you set oh, up the smart. Zoom and then you have to, you decide you want to bail, you're the one that kicks everybody out, <laughs> depending on oh, how it's yeah. set up, I guess. But I'm always like, no, nah, I don't want to set up the Zoom call. That's a good point. But we should like create a blog post of like of like Zoom socializing on Zoom hacks as introverts. Yeah. I Step think... one. Never use your own Zoom link. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to have an excuse, I guess, to get off calls. I'm just usually like, all right, I'm gonna go. But it's hard these days to have an excuse. You can't really say you're busy because <laughs> you're never busy. <laughs> yeah, you're like I need to finish this episode of Westworld, which is basically what I'm doing. So how is Westworld this season? I didn't like the last one, so I haven't watched it. Oh, it gets progressively worse. Okay. Don't just stop. I should have stopped after season one. Yeah. But season three, like Josh and I looked at each other. They had like weird lines and Josh was like, this is giving me major Blade Runner vibes. Oh, and I, he didn't use those exact words, but that's that's my interpretation of what he said. <laughs> and I felt like it was a little too Jason Bourne. Okay. Movie-esque. Yeah. It, I didn't like the it direction it took. Not a fan. But anyway, all that to say, I appreciate that you called me out for me telling you what what I'm doing and not how I'm doing or how I'm feeling. Because it's very applicable to what we wanted to talk about today, which is... Happy Mental Health Awareness Month, Caroline. Happy Mental Health Awareness Month. I feel like we need a like a, a tradition, hopefully not in a pandemic, to sort of like, I don't know, maybe we could start one. Think yeah. about it. Well, I'm not. We have. I feel like it'd month. be appropriate to be, well, in person for Mental Health Awareness Month in the future. So we have a year. How does that sound? <laughs> Sounds great. And uh, when we get to the part where we talk about like things that give us anxiety. Um, you can travel to me because I don't want to get on a plane right now. <laughs> oh, hell no. Well, do you feel like you need more than a year? It's a good question. Well, I, well, who knows? It's a bad question to ask because nobody knows. Nobody knows, but I do want one of those like disinfectant guns. What that are look these? Like a le- Have you not seen them? No. Bria. What is okay. it? Okay, it's a basically a giant, it looks like a giant old school um, blow dryer with like a double handle. It's like a, if an old school 90s blow dryer met like a Nerf gun. Well, but and are you spraying people with it? You're just spraying whatever you want. It's just like disinfectant. And like, have you just seen like videos of people online? No, I'm going to have to like, look this up now. This is important. Oh, okay. It's very important. I I think like Marriott like created their own branded commercial grade ones, so then they can disinfect all the rooms. Where I'm like, yeah, but if you're doing that, like, how dirty were your rooms before? I don't want to know. Same with planes. When they were like, we're cleaning our planes in between every uh, flight now. I'm like, excuse me. It makes sense. Uh, they turn over those flights so quickly. Yeah. Um. That's why people think. 
I'm crazy, but I have a giant. I will show you. I know that this is recorded, but hold on. <laughs> I have a giant box of Purell wipes oh, that I take on flights. My God. This was a pack of 500 before uh, this pandemic hit. Dude, I got you could have sold year. that shit for some money a couple months ago. A month okay. ago. A month ago. You I know. You could have probably gotten a lot from hand sanitizer guy that's true i should have sold it to him and then turned him in (laughs) but (laughs) but yeah every time i would be on a plane i would just be like wiping my seat the seat next to me down just like everything that's like and people looked at me like i was crazy i'd get like weird comments and i'm like uh excuse me what like have you not read the buzzfeed articles about like 10 things flight attendants say that you should never do on a plane yeah and they say that you should wipe down your own area and also just like i thought this was known but don't walk into that bathroom barefoot ew who the fuck does that i'm (laughs) sorry i mean just like the thought of it is so gross it's just it's gonna cause me to spiral in a minute (laughs) yeah (laughs) so um mental health awareness month i think every mental health awareness month this month forward year forward 2020 doesn't count just like pretend 2020 never 2020. happened we're gonna figure out something special to do i will per- pretend 2020 didn't happen regardless that's true <laughs> yeah, i think same. everybody feels that way i guess if we, if we want to get into it just the importance of sort of talking about it and acknowledging it and when you first mentioned it to me i couldn't help but think like man there is a month for everything <laughs> so i was like so curious to see like what else mental health awareness month shared wait in the same month yeah haven't you heard like there's like pizza month but then a pizza month is also hot dog month and you're like everyone's so confused okay so, so what do we what do we share our months with Okay, are you ready? I think so. All right. ALS Awareness Month. Better Speech and Language Month. Celiac Disease Awareness Month. Correct Your Posture Month. Oh. International Drum Month. Drum? Yeah. National Asparagus Month. Ew. (laughs) National Your Pee Smells Like Shit Month. Uh, yeah, um, National Dental Care Awareness Month. So if you weren't like brushing your teeth before, make sure you do it this month. Uh, National Stroke Awareness Month. National Military Appreciation Month. National Wildfire Awareness Month. Date Your Mate Month. Older Americans Month. I will tell you with coronavirus, it is definitely not Older Americans Month. yeah, National Hamburger Month, Lyme Disease Month. There's National Salad Month. I told you. Salad? Oh, I'm going to have a salad yeah. for dinner tonight. That's good. There you go. In celebration. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. And then there's National Mental Health Awareness Month. That being said, I thought about, like, how there's always a month for everything. But I'm really glad that National Mental Health Awareness Month exists because even just my... 
32 short years on this planet, just seeing so, some of like the improvements that we've made as a society on like how we talk about mental health is pretty remarkable. I know it's like so easy to always focus on like the negative that we have so much more work to do. And I agree with that, but I don't know. I also wanted to take a moment to just celebrate that. Like we have a fucking month people. So now we can talk about about it now. Well, probably now more than ever, but true. Yeah. Even just hearing women talk more openly about eating disorders yeah or you know um unfortunately but abuse as well like just people being more open and vulnerable to talking about these things um that we typically have had a large tendency to ignore yeah has been sort of an amazing sort of evolution i wonder if it has some correlation to to some of the social media aspects of things where people feel like we came out of a phase of social media being strictly to like show your best self and then moved into an era where social media was being used for the purposes of sharing more authenticity. And I feel like to your point, it's been, it's felt like it's been more recent that people have felt comfortable talking about mental health and sharing it on social media with people that, you know, I don't know, your freaking cousin's friend who you knew that's your Facebook friend now knows mm-hmm. that you have anxiety and, you know, just like being cool with it and, and naming it, I think is the biggest part of it. I think it definitely requires that participation from like everyday people yeah. to truly normalize it. Um, because if I can see something in myself and you and you're talking about it, I feel more comfortable and closer to realizing that it is something that could impact me or something that may be impacting me. Um, and I feel like as like humans, we thrive off making those relationships. Yeah. Right? Like that's how we know who sometimes like, this sounds really bad, but it's like how we know and where we situate ourselves in the in the world. If you think about, like, these are my friends. I am this type of person. I met this stranger. Like, you start to draw those different relationships and, like, figure out, like, I bonded with this person because we talked about, you know, anxiety. That's basically <laughs> you and I. Exactly. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got some gnarly nails. For listeners, we just showed our nails because we bonded over nail biting. And I definitely Mm -hmm. have gone to town on mine lately. Pretty brutal. But yeah, you're right. It's all about like finding common ground. And so maybe some of that vulnerability is like wanting to put yourself out there to find other people that are in a similar situation. Yeah. And I just, you're also like more... I don't know, not only authentic, but also just generally more sympathetic. Yeah. Right? And dare I say empathetic as well, right? Like you just start to recognize that people are more multifaceted than they let on, especially on social media, where it was so, it is so easy even to this day to still like portray your life 
in a certain light, even though you know that everybody is sort of living a very similar existence to your own. But, you know, you're like, is this person making fancier food? Oh, like, what are they doing? Like, well, how fun was their Zoom hangout? Like, all those things you're <laughs> starting like to like. These are all COVID specific. <laughs> yeah. Not like what restaurant all... did they go to, but is this person making fancier food? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I guess. I guess when you talk, when we talk about the phrase like mental health awareness, what does that actually mean to you as somebody who does have a mental illness? I mean, when I think of mental health awareness month, I think the first thing that comes to mind is, is it obvious to say that like, it's just making people aware, (laughs) more aware of how many people are impacted by mental health and mental illnesses Especially right now, this Mental Health Awareness Month is more important than any because a lot of people are being impacted by what's going on right now. And so an important thing is figuring out how to name how you're feeling. And it brings me exactly back to your question on how are you doing and me going straight to literally the things that I've been doing and not actually how I'm feeling. And I feel like as especially people in our generation, people have had a really hard time talking about feelings and being able to name feelings. And, you know, the whole thing we've mentioned around like how this has become more and more of a conversation and a topic that people are willing to talk about, I think is great. But first, I think it's important for everyone during this month whether you think that you suffer with suffer with a mental illness or not like take some introspection and you know identify really like how do you name how you're feeling not saying that you have to like come up with a mental illness to associate to yourself but starting to get comfortable with those things and figuring out how to talk to others about that. And on the converse side of that, also trying to identify how you can get that out of other people that you're talking to. Does that make sense? No, it makes total sense. Yeah, I was I was just kind of I went down like this, like, spiral, when I was trying to figure out like, what does this month actually mean? Like, besides, like, another month that people sort of, like, talk about on social media. But, like, what does it mean when we can take an entire month to focus in on what mental health awareness is? And I also thought about, like, how can I be better about the way that I talk about it? Mm -hmm. Like, now that you and I started this podcast, like, what are are the areas that we need to, like, get um, more educated in? Yeah. So thinking about... Being aware is also about using that the right terminology and phrases in your everyday conversations that not only show that you can you're aware, but you're also respecting like right. someone else's experience. Um, so yeah, like not using the term OCD as like something that is a trait that somebody has or an adjective like actually explaining things in better context than mm-hmm. to associate the name of the mental illness with how somebody might be acting or reacting to something. And also like even just saying 
calling things normal. Like, uh, like, yeah, she's not acting normal or whatever, because once you call something normal, you're saying anything that doesn't fit your definition of normal is, guess what, abnormal. It's yeah. the complete opposite of that. And so I know, and I'm so guilty of this, is it's so easy to default to that. And that's like very much part of my like vocabulary. So I need to like um, reverse engineer like how I use that word. But there's also, they say using the words like usual or typical behavior. So then at least you're like understanding that usual typical is like, is more reminiscent of how people behave in today's society where but you're not saying that that typical behavior is normal if that makes sense yeah speaking Uh, of we need to talk about the exercise that we went through that you put me through (laughs) oh well I wasn't gonna do it alone so I just thought that and it's not just it's not like a funny thing even though I'm sure there's things that are funny in it but it's something that my therapist has made me do and it is actually really interesting to just like put it down on paper but I asked Bria if she would be willing to make a list of all the things that make her anxious and I made a new list because I actually made a list when my therapist first asked me and then over the months I like was like mm, I don't know I don't that doesn't make me anxious anymore interesting um, so, but then the definitely new things take its spot. But anyways, well, like yeah. the point is it's just like, <laughs> like no matter how silly it is, like we still get that feeling of anxiety. And so, yeah, I don't know. I thought that maybe this could be a way during mental health awareness month that we're, we could share, like no matter how silly or small these items might be, there are things that actually make us super anxious. So for anybody that's listening, if you feel like you don't have a quote unquote, good enough reason to be anxious or to name that you have anxiety, then please think twice because you're about to listen to like the craziest list. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm not even going to go into details on these. I'm just going to straight up read them out because it's pretty entertaining. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Finding out skinny jeans aren't in style anymore. Figuring out what to have for dinner. Being unprepared for True. a meeting. What I'm going to say during a meeting or what are, whatever I said during the meeting or whether or not I should say something in a meeting. Literally every interaction. Am I being too negative? Did that come off wrong? Chores. Just the existence of chores. <laughs> every social situ- situation I don't have control over. Who's going to be there? Why did somebody show up early? I wasn't prepared for that. Me too. Like, overwhelming, right? Yes. <laughs> Fucking Sundays. Starting something new. Spending money. Driving. And that's all I got. <laughs> Honestly, there were things that I was adding to this list while we were on this call and ready to start recording. <laughs> we were both I, like, oh shit, I just I just thought of something Thought of else. another one. <laughs> I'm also trying not to add things with a, the new set of anxieties that come with COVID, even though yeah. I think that there's some overlap. But yeah, can I read my list? Yes, and... please do. Okay. Okay. So Max dying, which is my dog. Aww. Winston dying, which is my other dog. 
Josh getting hurt slash dying. Um, house being broken into. Being followed. Food getting moldy. When someone isn't specific. Specifically. Oh, yeah. <laughs> time. Date. Directions. Mm-hmm. Their questions. Oh, oh questions. Uh, questions are so stressful. Getting to Ikea after 10 a.m. Yep. You either get there 10 minutes before they open or you're fucking late. A dirty house. Not having a plan. Mm-hmm. Being the bearer of bad news. Starting projects. Which is, you know, something we talked about on this podcast. <laughs> um, heights. Lines. Lines. Ooh, this comes from your architecture. People didn't know how to draw straight lines. I mean, I didn't even think about that. That's a double entendre. I was literally <laughs> thinking of like grocery store lines when I wrote oh. that. <laughs> I'm going to put a no, line. right. Lines. Times two. Oh my God. Lines. Yes. Lines. Are you adding people. that to your list? Oh my, I just added th- three things at least. Okay. Waiting. Just waiting. Mm-hmm. Um, running out of food. Is that a COVID in the house? Thing? No, in the house. Just generally, Just okay. In the house, at a social situation, like if I'm hosting, like running out of food is the worst thing ever. Yep. Um, oh, thinking about the amount of plastic in the ocean, <laughs> like that's so true. Like that's yesterday. I'm I'm pretty sure I'm the only person in the world that does this right now. But yesterday we were walking back from the park and I had a plastic bag. So I was picking up trash on the way home. And I was like, am I the only person that's literally touching trash right now? People aren't willing to touch their own like steering wheels. And I'm like (laughs) sitting here picking up people's seven up cups. (laughs) Oh, yeah. When trash pickup doesn't come on time, like where the fuck are they? Oh, yeah. Airplane and airport germs. And overanalyzing things that I say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you hit on a major one that I did not include, which is also a very anxiety-specific thing, which is paranoia. Like, the end is near, always thinking when somebody leaves the house, like, what if they don't come back? Did I say I love you before they left? Mm-hmm. Like, always the oh. worst-case scenario. I mean, especially, like, when this was a thing like you were traveling for work quite often and there was a time like I was traveling quite a bit and I pretty much adopted a ritual of pretending that every time I get on a plane I'm going to die Jesus (laughs) well I mean (laughs) I know (laughs) yeah I basically I'm just like I just want to let you know that I love you. And he's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Tell the dogs that I love them. Like, I will not get on a plane if we've ever, like, fought. You know, so like, now I'll know why you're out. not at the next team meeting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Caroline and Josh got in a fight. <laughs> she couldn't um, get on. Sorry, guys. But, like, these things, they, like, I mean, some of them are funny, but, like, and some of them seem, like, super random. No, but they're legit. 
Oh, they're the things that probably make my hands super sweaty. But yeah, I there's a there's also like an overlap, right, with just like things that you're afraid of, which I yeah. think um, I try to separate from unless it's an actual anxiety of mine where like I know I'm not in clear danger, but it's something that is like crippling to the point that it will prevent me from doing anything. Yeah. For example, like the being followed. Sometimes like when I'm driving home and like there'd be a car behind me for some time. I don't know if you do this, but sometimes I take like random turns. Yeah. Yeah. Just to see. I think you're conditioned to that as a female too. So true. Like, oh no, I wore a skirt today and now I can't walk outside. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. Same. I mean, like basically like wear it like a turtleneck (laughs) and like a potato sack. Uh, no body to see here, guys. Yeah, exactly. Well, the other thing that you said that got me were questions. Like, if I get too many questions from somebody on something, especially if the answer is accessible, I get very frustrated. Um, but I think generally questions to me always mean, like, did I do something wrong? Is Did I not give somebody enough information? Like, especially if you're at a, an event that you planned and people have a bunch of questions, I'm like, oh, shit, it's my fault. I didn't give them enough info. Especially when you're hosting. Yes. I feel like you and I are very much the same in this respect of, like, logistics people. Like, you think about the entire flow. Mm-hmm. Like, I try not to get judgy when I go to a party and I'm like, wow, I really hope they have more uh, deviled eggs in the fridge because not entirely sure you're going to split 14 deviled eggs. Running low. With 33 people. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I actually really hate hosting, if I'm being honest, for all of those reasons. Yeah, have you ever like hosted and just been like relaxed? No, never. No. Well, you know what? Then co- coronavirus is like, great you don't have to have to do it again exactly it's just taken all of my anxieties and it's like cool you're socially anxious we're just not going to give you anything that you can go to for the next year and lines fucking lines lines are the worst especially like just like lines that aren't organized where you can't tell and people touch you and then you people don't follow the rules that makes me hit a nerve (laughs) (laughs) we hit a nerve (laughs) People, follow the rules. I'm a rule follower. And if you cut me, I'm going to call you out. Honestly, this like this is why the world keeps turning. We have people like you. <laughs> that keep people like, in line? Literally yeah, and literally. figuratively? <laughs> yeah, I basically just I basically just stare at them and then probably loud, loudly talk shit about them to Josh. Oh. No, I've said things before. That's the jersey. I love it. It has to come out. Keep doing it. it Keep doing it. That was really so, cathartic. I'm not gonna lie. I liked this exercise. It? I mean, it was it was interesting thinking about it in a headspace where you weren't super anxious. True. Right. Like I'm sure if I was, like this list would be like three pages long. But I was like, I don't know. I think this. So I feel like the things that are anxiety inducing, like tend to change yeah but my reaction to them is the same yeah 
also it helps me a little bit more in like how to sort of manage like episodes as they happen what was uh your therapist's like intent for it um so i don't know if any of your therapists have done this but um she always gives like some homework yeah yeah i've always gotten so so part of like one of the homeworks was when i decided to make an appointment to see her after i think i just had a huge freak out like everything in the world was like just like giving me such bad anxiety and so we to the point that it was stopping me from doing anything um particularly the starting projects so um she wanted me to like just go home and like make (laughs) (laughs) not just go home she just wanted me to just go home (laughs) she just go home and fucking stay there um no and she just that's why she released the coronavirus yeah exactly she's like damn this bitch caroline (laughs) um no i i'm not entirely sure what the intention was a lot of times like i would do the homework and then forget to bring it or like talk to her about it Um, like what is this school or something yeah exactly (laughs) um but for me it's been like a really interesting um exercise to be to look back on well, especially if you've identified things that used to be um, anxiety points and they're not anymore. I mean, food getting moldy will always be one. <laughs> it's fucking gross. <laughs> I don't care if it's a natural process. It's just disgusting. Well, I feel like this is a good exercise. It was great. And um, I don't know. I just maybe like people out there are thinking about the things that make them anxious and they're they might think, which is what I was doing when I first started making this list, was I'm not writing that down because that's a stupid reason. Yeah. And now I'm just kind of like, I, uh, yeah, I don't like when my mail is crumpled up, you know? And, like, who was looking through it? Who was trying to get access to it? Like, honestly, like, just being able to write down anything just helps you understand, like, oh like they're all valid like i i wouldn't have written it down if it didn't make me anxious you know so i i think it's just part of like just understanding the things that like more or less trigger you the things that make you more aware of like of how to i don't know navigate this world more or less yeah it's a good self reflection it's almost like journaling in a sense in like a really easy low touch way there's some asshole who's riding his fucking motorcycle around this block over and over again it's really annoying oh actually this says it's the national motorcycle month too national motorcycle awareness month so he was just doing his part awareness what do you have to be aware of with a motorcycle that they exist that you're like seeing make them me, on the road. <laughs> don't make me go down this rabbit hole. <sighs> Maybe it's motorcycle safety. <laughs> Anyways, that's uh, that's fine. We're not we don't have a podcast about motorcycles. So yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm really glad that we decided to sort of like hop online and talk about this because 
I think we always like have these ideas to figure out like what kind of content do we want and I God, honestly what we forgot talk about? it was Mental Health Awareness Month until like what? No, you didn't. April thirtieth. I mean, and then I saw it's gonna be May, and I was like, ah, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Bria and I are so grateful for the opportunity to connect with you, and we hope you continue to tune in to our conversations covering various topics surrounding anxiety. While we hope this podcast provides a sense of comfort, we would be remiss if we didn't mention that we are not doctors or any licensed professionals and cannot recommend treatment or give individualized advice. If you or someone you know is struggling with anxiety or depression, please contact a mental health professional.